What's up, guys? This is the Red Table Talk After Show. What do men really think about love? We're going to be talking about that and so much more. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey. 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 What's up, guys? Happy Monday. Welcome to the after show. This is the Red Table Talk after show. You knew that already, though. My name is Tyler Simone, and I'm here with my lovely co-host. Yes, the one and only the Tyler Tyson. Welcome back, Tyler. Thank you. So I missed you. I missed you. Thank you. You know, this is the only time that we get to spend any time together. So when we miss a day, we miss a lot. <laughs> we miss a lot. A whole week. Yeah. So I feel like we have a lot to catch up on. We definitely do. This episode was all about what men think about love. We had Wale. Mm-hmm. And we had Justin, who is a director. He's in the industry as well. Right. What did you think about this episode? I thought this episode was very interesting. Um, I think more than anything, it pretty much laid out what I already, because I mean, I am a guy. So this yes. is going to be an easy show for me. It pretty much laid out exactly what I knew to be true, which is guys don't know. This yeah. is something we put no thought into whatsoever. You ask us about our career, our goals, all of that we can give you. <laughs> What do we like in a mate, um, love and all that? This is where we come up short because we have given this absolutely no thought whatsoever. No thought. And we know that. Oh, because y'all think about it all the time. We think about it. Women think about their marriage and the wedding and all of that like when they were kids. How many times has Tyler Tyson (laughs) thought about his wedding? I can tell you a grand total of zero. Zero times? Zero. I have thought about my kids. I have thought about the area of the country I want to live in. I have thought about what I want to do as a career. My wedding, no thoughts. That's really interesting. Complete opposite over here. I know. (laughs) You know. know. I know. (laughs) You know. So let's, okay, let's start off with the boys, or the men, I should say. Wale shocked me. (laughs) He shocked me. It's not that I didn't think, I don't know what I thought, but he just seems so, he just left. He's just not seeing... I'm going to be, I'm going to give you guys the direct answer of what she is trying to say very nicely here on this wonderful show on Black Hollywood Live. As I think we both love Wale and his music. And so you were anticipating this intellectual, um, really thought provoking conversation from almost like common Mm -hmm. um where someone that has really that's very not saying that he's not well read i'm not saying that at all but someone that's well read almost kind of pedigreed a little bit like you didn't really expect it to be you might as you might as well have been talking almost to like a this is extreme don't judge me don't throw your tomatoes like a tiger (laughs) or somebody like it might as well have been tiger or travis scott or asap rocky like there wasn't this elevated intellectual type conversation that you got from Wale and so you were you were left disappointed I was disappointed but I do think that he was speaking on behalf of a lot of men out there he's speaking very honestly yeah very honestly which I commend him for that's very hard to do to be as vulnerable as he was um but I'm glad that he he came and gave us that that side of things because I don't really hear men talk much about love and what they think it is Mm -hmm. ever really Except for you on this show. I'm Some, on a show. You if talk- I'm not on a show, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about it, but yeah. yes. Yes. So <laughs> um, one thing I thought was interesting was 
he was saying in the past when things have not worked out, he always asks himself the question, like, is it me? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when things don't go your way, you do ask, you know, is it something I did? But in his case, I think it's him. Really? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the way you looked at me. Okay. Why did you think it was him? Because for one, Okay, there was at the towards the end he looked in the camera when Jada was like, Tell look in that camera and I want you to tell us or tell the women out there what you want mm-hmm. or what you find amazing in a woman. And he said, Let me I wrote it down. Yes, come on. He said, I want a woman to show me what I want in a woman. And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. So I get when he said that, I was like, Oh God, okay. I didn't realize we were that far back in this whole process. <laughs> but I really think what he meant by that was I he was looking for a woman to actually show him something that he didn't even know he wanted. And I think that was more accurate than I want her to show me what I want. Um, I think the way he said it was very basic and like dry. But yeah. the way I'm interpreting this and Wale, I hope I'm right, um, is that I really I do want I, I can say I do want my partner, whoever it may be, to basically present something that I didn't even know I needed it. But I need. But now that I know I have to have it like Hmm. That is true because, as I said at the top of the show, this is something I haven't really given much thought to. I know what I don't like. I know some things that I have done that I don't like in myself, and therefore I don't want you to do. Um, But that's all I got. Yeah. Hmm. Well, when you put it like that. And I think that's how guys – I just think that's how guys are. Like, we're so so basic and so, like, open to letting someone guide us in the right direction. Yeah. whether it be our mothers, that's why we're a lot of times we're mama's boys because our moms tell us, okay, you want to be this, you want to do that, do this, go here, do it like this, make sure you let me know the moment you get there. And we have no problem doing that. It's accountability. You let us go. And even with our girlfriends or our wives or whomever, they always say behind every great man is a phenomenal woman. And that is because what do women do? Women give you structure. Women give you direction. Women give you ideas. Um, and almost make you feel like you came up with the idea on your own. All they did was point you in the right direction type thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of what he was what saying. He was saying. Yeah. Okay, maybe I just took it wrong. No, he said it the way you took it. Yeah. But you kind of have to, like I said, I'm cleaning this up on behalf of men everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they I am may, that. I am carrying the torch <laughs> because I believe that he was speaking from a very honest place, and I get it. I totally get it. I could see that. I could see that. I did think that um, it was interesting also that when he was asked what he looks for in a woman, he said loyalty, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something men really do look for in women from what I've heard. That's like one of the biggest things, but I just find it strange that men... They want loyalty, but but they're not loyal. And that's the confusing thing. You say one thing, but then you do something else. Um, I I feel horrible because the the moment and the quote is uh, leaving my mind at the moment. But someone said something on the show, paraphrasing to the effect of you always, I think it might even been Willow. Mm -hmm. You want something and expect something from someone when it's actually what you aren't able to provide, and that's why you mm. want it. Yes. So the reason why men want someone that doesn't lie and loyalty and all of those things is because we do it so damn much. And it's it's not that it's a difficult thing, but it's 
it's probably our weakest area. Yeah. And so because we've done it to other people, the last thing we want is for someone to do it to us. So that is why we're dead set on this whole loyalty and lying thing. And that's why a lot of times men will cheat on their women a million times or a yeah. couple times. But the moment the woman cheats, oh, all hell breaks loose. Oh, the relationship is over. Like, we can pack this up and go home. Yeah. and I It's think a double standard. Definitely a double standard. And I think a lot goes into that. Then, you know, the argument is, well, a woman can't cheat because then she's emotionally attached. But men, it's just sex. That's BS. Yeah. That's BS. I mean, we all know men, we do think with our eyes. Um, you guys, women, actually usually go a little bit deeper but that is not to say that men don't go deeper because men also emotionally cheat and that's also not to say that women don't have physical needs and sometimes they don't want your baggage they actually don't want anything from you they have already sized you up men i hate to break bust your bubble (laughs) women have already sized us up and they already have decided what category we fit in are you husband material boyfriend for now i might be able to get a good couple meals or something out of this or are you just an f boy and yeah. we all know what that is yes and that's very true women we have the same urges we're just better at y'all are you know keeping it composed yeah. we're strong you are you are <laughs> listen you get no arguments from me I, i've always said that men may be physically strong stronger at times but women by far are a stronger being than we are 100 percent uh the topic of Love uh, brings the topic of love and being ready for it versus looking for it Mm -hmm. and seeking it. Mm -hmm. Um, And Justin brought this up, the other guest on the show, and he says that there's a lot of men their age, him and Wale's age, that say they're ready for love, but they don't back it up. And I thought that that was really true. I kind of feel like that's where Wale is. Mm-hmm. He thinks he wants it, but he doesn't really know what it is. He doesn't know what he's looking for. Maybe he just wants a companion, but... Get the dog. Um, <laughs> I, I, always, I think, once again, they, they acknowledged it on the show. It's a thing where... I think Jada said this. You, It's the idea of what you think love is. In our mind, like... The the generation, you know, 1980 to probably like 93, if you were born in that time frame, we were sold this whole um, fairy tale thing. We all watched Disney cartoons and movies and all of that stuff. Everything had a happy ending. Everything yeah. was happily ever after. And so we were sold this BS notion that everything ends with happily ever after. And that's what we want. That for women, it was the white, the, not the white prince, um, the prince riding, riding in on the white horse and mm-hmm. saving her from this and keeping danger away and all of this. Yeah. And for guys, it was, you know, the, the beautiful woman that you want to have on your arm that, you know, was smart and intelligent, but at the same time, she cooked up a meal and did all these things. And that's just not, and we're going to have 2.5 kids and there's the white picket fence. That's just not the Mm -mm. truth. And I think in Wale's case, or in most of our cases, um, yeah, we we want this idea, but it's a lot of work. It's different from that. A lot of times the relationships, the bulk of the relationship is trying to figure each other out. It's arguments, it's deception coming to light and then having to clean this up and then determining, are we going to stay? Are we not? There are kids involved, sometimes by choice, sometimes by accident. There's so many 
Mm -hmm. ugly things that usually come in relationships and like jada said you have to be willing to do the work and decide is this even worth it yeah and if it's not then people pack it up and leave but if it is you're like will and jada 25 years in the game i know yeah it does take time and it takes work but there's also a line when they were talking about that um on this episode i was thinking okay well where's the line drawn between Sucking it up, like sucking it up, mm-hmm. maybe you're not in the best situation, but just kind of sticking it out or sticking it out because the relationship's worth it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because some people stay in relationships that are just not good. They're yeah. toxic. Mm-hmm. So with that, definitely leave it alone. But when you are just disagreeing with your partner, that would be reason to stick it out. And that's a good situation. It's healthy. So, yeah, I think there's a there's a, line. there's a thin line um, between like a very toxic relationship, a very unhealthy one where there's a lot of abuse verbally, mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. And that's a stark difference from, OK, we're just having a difference of opinion. Yeah, um, we're going through a rough patch right now. Um, this is still even though, you know, Tyler and I disagree on and this isn't true, but Tyler and mm-hmm. I disagree on everything. But the love is still there. Um, I still can't picture my life without her, not because I can't survive or she can't survive, but I don't want to be without her. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the other toxic situation, most of the time, you can easily see yourself without them. Yeah. It might be difficult, um, but you just, for whatever reason, don't want to leave. Yes. Those are like two different, yeah. Two different things. And I think that's why it's important to get to know yourself first. And to be single and find out like who you are and what your love language is and all those things yeah. you have to before you get with anybody or else you will end up in a situation where you feel like you don't want to leave because you, you're you going to be lost without this person. Yeah, you definitely have to know yourself and Jada said it or Willow, somebody said on the show that, you know, you have to do this self. There was a point where Will and Jada, while they were married. They didn't separate, mm-hmm. but they were on their own individual journeys. And and Jada said in the show that a lot of times things will happen and people push you. Because I think Wale was talking about people pushing your buttons. Yes. The fact that the person is pushing your buttons, people get so stuck on trying to prove who's right, who's wrong. You did this to me, so therefore I get to treat you like that. Yes. When really the whole point of this is, okay, you're pushing my buttons. Why is this even a button in the first place? Yeah. I need to go. And figure out what this whole button is about. Is this stemming from my childhood? Is it st- is it baggage I'm taking from another relationship? What is this button about? Once we can figure out what this button is about, it's no longer a something somebody's pushing. Because the person you're with might not even know that they're pushing this button. Right. Or while they were saying they intentionally push your buttons, most of I venture to think the person that you're with, if y'all love each other, nobody's intentionally pushing it. They might be doing the same, habitually doing the same thing over and over again. But it's almost like they don't realize or they might even realize, but this is just really something you need to fix. It's not Mm -hmm. a reflection of me or us. It's really just you. So, yeah, self-reflection and and self fulfillment and being on a journey where you can figure out exactly what you want how you want it all of that you have to do that yeah and that that comes with maturity and just time with Wale he gives me a sense of it's immaturity I guess that the way he was kind of sitting there and he's just covering his face I was like maybe that's just Mm -hmm. it he's just not there yet he's not mature enough to understand how old is Wale I don't know I didn't look that up because that would also 
And then, you know, when I was joking at the top saying you were expecting this, yeah. I was joking, people. <laughs> um, that also comes with age. Yes. Because Common is every bit of like 105 joking. He's like <laughs> maybe close to 40. Yeah. But if Wale's like 20 something, okay, cool. Yeah, they're going to, the way they communicate is going to be completely different. So, yeah, it's yes. probably how old he is. Because I venture to think he's probably in his 20s. Probably like late 20s, early 30s, maybe. Yo, check out up here. Oh, 34 30. he's 34 oh he's one of us <laughs> <laughs> okay well we well thanks for that uh but okay oh, sorry Wally. okay yeah see now, now, I, don't, now I don't know we can't go on the aid side <laughs> we cannot we can't um well maybe we can just say because you know he did say he's from nigeria true i was gonna bring so that maybe up. it's a cultural yes. difference i think it is because i've known quite a few nigerian people in my time on this earth um and they all kind of say the same thing they they didn't see a whole lot of love and affection Mm. in their households and that's not their fault but i think that at this point at 34 years old you can't use that anymore because there's so many resources out there in the world with social media and everything like we see all kinds of stuff every day i'm sure you've seen a post talking about you know the difference between a good man and you know Mm -hmm. a bad one or a good relationship and a bad relationship so as far as i grew up in a nigerian household i don't know what love is i don't know how to give it Mm, that's not you need to learn that's not the excuse but i will say um i have two Two of my best friends actually got married. Hey, Shayla and Justin. I'm putting y'all out here. Hey. Full names. And um, they have been married for the last five or six years. Uh, Shayla comes from a household where her parents have been married. They got they met in college. They've been married for like 35 plus years. Mm-hmm. Justin comes from a household where his parents were married, got divorced, got remarried. So their philosophy and approach to marriage was different. Even though they love each other, mm-hmm. Shayla's from a mindset of even if we're not talking to each other for months, we're not doing anything you stick this out no matter what because that's what her parents did. Yeah. Justin comes from a mindset of, okay, we try, we try, we try. If trying doesn't work, we can amicably go away and get somebody else while we're still young enough to do this. Yeah. Um, so it's just two different philosophies. And then my throwing myself so I'm not putting everybody else's business in there. <laughs> you know, I come from a thing where I've seen my dad date and date and date um, until he finds the right one. He mm-hmm. is a hopeless romantic. I didn't grow up in a household where my parents were together. Mm -hmm. So I have seen love. I know affection, as we talked about on the other show. But what I haven't seen is actual sticking it out through thick and thin to make it work no matter what. So God only knows what happens in my (laughs) life. (laughs) We'll just have to wait and see. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Wale and his point about dating in the industry. And how he feels it's harder to date when you are someone who works in the entertainment industry. What do you think about it? I think it's not. It's a combination of the industry and the times that we live in. Um, In the industry, yes, it it can be difficult only because you have access. Everything is about access. So because in in in, in the time frame that we live in, for both of us right now, we have access to every dating app known to man. And we can always swipe left or right. I'm not on any, so I don't know which way you swipe if you yeah. like. So you swipe left or right for either one. And therefore, the more people you come in contact with, you have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. As I talked about on yeah. another show, you're always seeing someone. So if Tyler and I are having an issue, I can easily 
simultaneously swipe left, swipe right, find somebody else. Or mm-hmm. I can go on Instagram, somebody slides into my DMs, and now I'm on to the next. Yeah. Um, in Wale's case, when you have access and wealth and money, the world is your oyster. So now I'm in circles where everybody has millions of dollars. And so, yeah, if, if once again, you and I are together, we both have millions of dollars, it's not working, there's no need for this long, drawn-out argument. I got bills and deals to do. Um, so... Yeah, we're not going to work. Okay, cool. Now I'm on to the next. And yeah. I just think it's all about access more than anything. I think so, too. And he did say that people in the industry move on really quick. And don't I have, noticed that. They don't have time. They don't have time. They don't have time. time or the energy unless they really, really fall. Like the thing about it is you have to fall for someone. If I haven't fallen for you, what am I putting in work for? Like yeah. right now, everything is great. But mm-hmm. if something goes awry, if I haven't fallen for you, it's easy to be like, hey, you know what? I'm good. But if I have fallen for you, it's not that easy to walk away. Yeah, it's definitely not. Justin, he, his argument was a counter argument to that. He says he th- he thinks that the problems are exactly the same. I think the problems are the same. I just think that they're heightened a little bit yes. more. Like yeah. me, and you, we're normal for the most part. <laughs> normal, and we have just as much much access. Um, but someone who's of a higher caliber they mm. have even more access so i i do think they're the same just yeah, a little bit more intense yeah you can move listen when you have to you have no worries and you can move on and what do we there's no need to stress and worry about anything i can just go on to the next yeah that's true i did want to kind of bring up something they didn't talk about but that i thought about while watching it was falling in love and being ready to fall because you kind of have to just be ready to fall oh yeah you did say something i wanted to talk about don't Um, forget i won't forget (laughs) but being ready to fall in love and then when you do fall in love with someone there's always going to be more beautiful people in the world Mm -hmm. um and this goes back to maturity but if you find someone you have a genuine connection with i think it's mature to know that, of course, I'm always going to f- see other attractive people, but not to get caught up in that mm-hmm. and and like chasing that idea of, I don't know, a more beautiful woman. They didn't really talk about it. But when you fall in love and you get older, things change. And I think a lot of times the cheating comes from that person not looking the same way or them not being the exact same way. But we all change and... I think it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you, as I said, uh, or maybe I haven't, and especially in Los Angeles and really in any city, but specifically in Los Angeles, there are at least at any given moment, you can find 10 exact carbon copies of Tyler Tyson, the <laughs> Tyler Tyson on every corner in Los Angeles. That's a lot. So if for me to be walking around or for anyone to be caught up on the look, mm-hmm. the, the look is everywhere. There's a bigger version, a smaller version, a buffer version, yeah. a skinnier. There's a, so many versions of me everywhere. It's ridiculous. So you can't get caught up on the look. And um, someone on the show was talking about looking for love versus letting love find you. I'm, I am a firm believer that Two things you cannot look for. You can't look for love. Nope. And you can't look for your purpose. Those two things, whether you believe in God or the universe, whatever, they find you wherever they find If you have to allow yourself for them to find you, but they find you. You can find sex. You can find friends. You can find all that stuff, hence these dating apps. Yeah. But what you can't really find 
is lo- love finds you. And I just feel like whenever you're out here searching for it, it's never going to find you. Definitely it not. Never, it always finds you when you least expect it. It finds you at the point where you like, oh, I have to get to this point or when this is settled, when this, when this, when that. That's usually when love, if you're open to it, usually knocks at your door. Yeah. And if you're looking for love, that means you don't have all of that within you already. Yes. Because if you love yourself and you're content being alone, you don't look. Yeah. You kind of just let it come to you and it either works or it doesn't. But if and when it doesn't work out, you're totally fine. Yeah. That's like a fear of mine is is feeling lost. Like I've lost myself. I've never felt like that before, but that's a scary I idea. I don't think you will... Um... You mean when you lose yourself in a relationship? Yeah, like if you're oh, okay. not content with yourself. I don't. So I don't think uh, that you would ever, as a single person, lose yourself like in the world. Like yeah, you yeah. would be so consumed with whatever that you would lose yourself. I don't think that would happen. But if you are um, really like a, a whole, I hate the word hopeless romantic, but a hopeless romantic, and you are, it's possible you could lose yourself in a relationship because I have a feeling you love hard. I have a mm. feeling you would give your all. I have a feeling that you would put everything in possible to make sure this happens. And yes. if the person is manip- manipulative or controlling or subtle with it, yes. you can find yourself way out over here in left field and you're like, oh wait, hold on. How did I get over here? I was supposed to be over there. <laughs> and then, then once you come to that realization, you know, then you bring yourself back. But I don't I don't think you have anything to worry about about, about being lost. I don't think that's yeah. You're not that person. Definitely not. Well, thank you. I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, we touched on it a little bit, but the idea that the work never ends. Yes. So true. Yes. It, never ends. it never ends. Jada mentioned her being 47 years old. This is the first time she's ever been happy, like yeah. truly happy. Yeah. Because it, it's a journey. Um, and the older you get, the more you accept the things that are. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when you're in your 20s and your 30s, you are constantly raging against the machine. And you're trying to make this puzzle fit into places it doesn't fit. Yes. But when you get into, like, your 40s, and I think she said she's 47. Yeah. Um, so you just get to the point. You're like, it is what it is. I'm good. I have my kids. I have my career. Yes. Life is good. Like, you start to appreciate the smaller things. Absolutely. And you just don't give a darn about the stuff that's not working. Yeah. 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 No. There's bigger things. Oh, yeah. We have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> bigger fish to fry. What about the, the fantasies that we have? I can say that when I was a young chocolate bean, I had an idea of what I wanted my man to be like. And um, he is that, actually. Oh, well, yes. Come on. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right. You get points for that on this show. Thank you. Come on. He is that. Um, But there are also things that grew over time. Mm -hmm. But I do understand a lot of people have these fantasies of what they think these people are going to be like. And Jada mentioned it. When you go around looking for those fantasy characteristics, Mm -hmm. uh, you only see, I think she mentioned the god or the goddess Mm -hmm. in that person. And then... Once that fades away and you have to get to know the real person, now you're trying to get to know the person all over again. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You have to put aside the um, the idea, and this is now. This is one of my struggles: the idea that a person is perfect. Yes, um, I am so 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 freaking flawed. But I like for friends and lovers to 
assume that I'm perfect. So I will hide things at times to keep the facade that I'm perfect because I don't want you to know that I'm not perfect. It bothers me a low key for you to know all of my imperfections. Interesting. Yeah. So um, when they said that, I was like, huh, you're right. Yes. And I have this with myself. So I can only imagine (laughs) what I don't think I do it so much in my relationships um, because I don't expect the other person to be perfect. Everything is always. Oh, this sounds horrible. <laughs> You're saying it out <laughs> I was loud. Say, everything is about me. Uh, it's all about like what I'm thinking about myself more than anything. But yeah. I do think people do that for other people. Yeah, I think so too. I think it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And when people start to see who they really are, it's scary and it's almost like I don't know who you I don't are. Know who you but, are. I don't even know if I like this. Yeah, yeah, but they were that person the whole time. You just didn't see it. Exactly. Ooh, that's scary. Um, Jada had mentioned that in her relationship with Will, she had to find peace, love, and joy in her own heart um, in order to bring it to the table to share with Will. Because if she didn't bring that to the table, they would have brought their childhood traumas, Mm -hmm. insecurities, and fears to the table instead. I do think that it's healthy to bring those things up with that person so that they know and that's what love is i think is just being completely open yeah you have to be vulnerable love is is love is is, so i've always felt like love isn't a verb i feel like it is a verb and a noun like it's it's all of that because you have to be willing to be vulnerable to thus allow yourself to be open for the other person to get to know you so that you guys can define what your version of love is yes so it's all of the above i agree I agree with that. And most of us, especially the guys, we have a hard time with the vulnerability part. So women Can I get an amen? (laughs) They don't have a sound effect for that. (laughs) Um, But, but, um, yeah, women are, like, completely vulnerable and open all the time. And men, we're just not. It's hard. It's very hard for us. Oh, God. Why? We're from Mars. You are definitely from Mars. And... On that note, we're going to go into some news. Our Mr. and Mrs. Smith segment. Okay. I love it. Oh, wow. Hey, y'all. It is time to get into your Mr. and Mrs. Smith update with your boy Tyler Tyson. Mm. So I think I want to start things off talking about uh, Willow. So Willow posted a video um, not too long ago where she's actually singing with an acoustic guitar and, you know, I love every moment where we actually get to hear Willow doing her thing. Yeah. So let's take a listen to my girl Willow. So I love me some Willow. And also, uh, she had this single. I'll have to find it for you guys. But I think it came out in 2015. She remind more and more. She's reminding me of Gwen Stefani. Like she has a very Gwen Stefani texture to her voice, the sound. And that song that I'm talking about really sounds like it could have been like a no doubt song from back in the day. So I love me some Willow. Mm -hmm. All right. From one baby Smith to another one. This is (laughs) Jaden. I feel like Jaden performs every night. Y'all check this out. He was uh, doing a performance somewhere recently. He had some pyrotech going on. Check it out.
And wherever he is, it's always like full of people. I don't know yes. where this performance was, but it's always full of people. Um, another thing that Jaden posted on his page the other day, you guys know that the rainforest in our, in the Amazon is like mm-hmm. on fire. So there was just a picture that he posted. Um, and it's, I mean, it's just showing the smoke and everything. I think yeah. most celebrities that are into uh, the economy and into like world affairs, yeah. everyone for the most part has spoken out about this whole situation. So um, yeah, big shout out to to Jaden. And then also, so Jada told you guys a couple weeks ago uh, that she started a summer series. Yes. And this, she posted uh, a clip talking about what this week's summer series was about. And I think it goes along with what she was talking about on the red table. So check it out. This is all about our self-worth and making sure that we understand and know what makes us feel good. Yeah, and, I wonder, and, and the reason I'm cutting it off is because you guys can go to her Instagram page and there's a link to take you from her Instagram post to IGTV and you can get like the whole full, however long the version of this video is. But it goes right along with what she was talking about of knowing yourself yes. uh, in this episode. And I'm trying to remember what this video was about. This is also on Jada's page. Check <laughs> this video out. See if it jogs my memory. Boom. So that's all. It was just kind of like a little boomerang. Once yes. again, talking about this whole red table. This was actually at the red table. Uh, you can see it in the in the video. You can't heal yourself while you're playing the victim. You I have to not. let the whole victimization part go. Okay, moving on to Will, which you guys know I absolutely Yay. love his page. So this video right here, they're actually Will, candid moments from Will and Jada in their BMW, driving wherever they're driving, and they end up having a little spat. Y'all check it out. Don't pat me. That's what you did to me at the Oscars on camera when I lost, but I didn't like that. I didn't pat you. Did. I, I was like, didn't. you did pat me. I did that. Put out your, put out your, put out your. 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 Put video is not only were they having a little spat that's funny to watch and there's yes. like all these like animated things going on but that's Jaden's song that they're vibing yes. to in the car come on support your kids I love this I love this family alright next video uh, with Will check this video out uh, he's giving up you know Will always has a word for the people so check it out <laughs> Frida Kahlo once said I paint self-portraits because I am the person that I know best. I paint my own reality. I just think that's dope. Like, his yes. videos are just so... I'm like, why can't my Instagram page look like this? <laughs> and I then, know. And then finally, uh, Will posted this thing, just a little funny message about uh, having money at such a young age. So check it out. You do not want to be in high school with a hit record. It's too much power for one man to have. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Excuse me, but I think I've seen your picture somewhere before. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was in the dictionary next to Kablam! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you know, you all sure. know that Will had his first hit record before he was even 18. Yeah. And, you know, the world has been his oyster ever since. So that was just a quick run through of the Smiths. And this is your Mr. and Mrs. Smith update.
Bravo. I that tried. was a lot of good news. Whew, I tried to squeeze it all in there. We love them. And we're going to end off with our Real Talk segment. As you know, we do it differently every single week. But this time we're going to be talking about what we think works and what doesn't work in relationships, you know, just from what we've experienced so far in our young lives. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What do I think works? I think... Being completely honest and straightforward in the moment works the best, opposed to not saying exactly how you feel in that moment and just waiting until later and then trying to bring it up. I don't think that that works that very does not well. Work. Yes. No, it doesn't. So I was going to, I was definitely going to say uh, honesty. Honesty is the word of mm. the year. <laughs> um, uh, piggybacking off of what you just said I've been in a position where I was not comfortable speaking my truth thus got into a, a relationship that lasted for a very long time and then I tried to exercise what was my truth did not work yeah. um, and then also I've been in a situation where trying to avoid drama uh, not even drama but trying to avoid hurting the person that I love I basically lied mm. and the lie just kept going and going and going it was the same lie but it was mm. Over and over and over again. And then after some time, it's like devastation. So you definitely, I mean, just my only piece of advice for everything. You have to tell the truth at all times, at all costs. Bump everybody's feelings. Just tell the truth. Yes. That's it. Is that all we got? That's all I got. All right. Well. That completes our Red Table Talk after show this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We thank you for being here with us again on this beautiful Monday evening. I'm Tyler Simone. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. Yes, and of course, make sure you guys comment uh, down below. We love to interact with you. We always comment when the show is over. And you guys, make sure you start joining this chat room while the show is going. And you can follow me on all social media at the Tyler Tyson. Yes, we'll see you guys next week. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood Redefined.